definitely human. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 46. It's summer and today I'm very excited. I'm going on a little trip up to Sussex to the Nye Timber Vineyard. Just seeing a little hair running across the field. God, I get so distracted. I've been invited to a very exclusive lunch. It's been a while because of COVID. I haven't actually done anything like this for a while. And it is a lunch that's being hosted at the Night Timber Vineyard in collaboration with Hakkasan, which is a Michelin star Chinese restaurant, absolutely renowned in London. If you haven't been, you must go. Um, and I'm good friends with the PR Alex. We go way back um, when I did a collaboration with Yaucha with my fashion brand. And Charlie May. It's very early. I've sort of been up since 5 a.m. I'm about to hit the road. It's 8.30. I've had my coffee, but I'm still half asleep. <laughs> it's really hot here this week. I've got the air condition blowing. Oh, right. Let's go. Oh, so I've just arrived, um, just driven in to Nine Timber Vineyard and it was so beautiful. You can see all the vines on the drive up and they've got these very traditional sort of wonky wooden fencing and then those giant highland cattle with the big horns. So nice. I'm a little bit more awake now, I think, than when I did the intro this morning at Hop Our State. I've been driving for two and a half hours through the very pretty British countryside, blasting the tunes and singing along. So now I feel a lot more awake. But yeah, let's go and take a walk around. This is Giorgio, who's... Um, Hi, we've just met, oh, yeah. Brilliant. We're going to all meet in here. Mm-hmm. And then what we'll do is um, all have a drink out in the courtyard um, where our brand ambassador, Zoe, will just give you guys a bit, <gasps> bit of a... Look at this! ...background on, um, on Nightember, what we're about. And then you guys are going to go on a tour. Okay. And um, after the tour, you're going to come back and have lunch. Amazing. And then it's after lunch. Such a dream. Yeah. I mean, you're here on the perfect day. So yes. That's the best thing. I know. Can't um, believe but the you're weather. more than welcome if you want to walk around the courtyard or whatever. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll take then, some pics. Yeah, do. Um, so everyone's arriving at. 12. Everyone should be here in the next 10 minutes, apparently, because okay. they're on a minibus okay. together. Okay. But, um, great. Do you want me, would you like a drink? Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why not? 
So I'm just walking through some of the grapevines. Similar to our grapes at home, the clusters are just forming. They're very, very tiny, tiny little grapes at the moment, like maybe no bigger than a pinhead. The vines are done in a traditional way with wooden posts. We're having steel posts put in and there is metal wire running along. The trunks are quite big, as big as my arm. They're very well established. Um, and I imagine this is what makes all of the sparkling wine. So my name is Zoe. I'm one of the brand ambassadors here at Night Timber. Um, really, really delighted to be hosting you all today. I'm also joined by Guillaumet and Tanya. So we're on hand if you need anything at all today. Uh, the plan is we're going to start here just with a little bit of talk about the history of Night Timber. And then we're going to walk up into the Manor Vineyard, our original 1988 plantings, for a very leisurely tour. Don't worry, nothing too strenuous. Um, but we do like to, to make you work for the lunch. So you've got to have a bit of exercise first. Do come in, help yourself to a drink. Thank you. And then if you would like to take your seat at the table. Amazing. Oh, I see my name already. Cheers. 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 Let's reach. So I've just finished the most delicious five-course lunch. One of my favourite pairings was the crispy duck salad, which is renowned Hakkasan dish. And it was paired with a Tillington Single Vineyard 2014 sparkling wine. It was so good. And then we finished on a Shanghai mess, which was paired with a cuvee Chirée. I'm probably absolutely butchering how you pronounce this, Cuvée Cherie Multi-Vintage. And I'm just so impressed with everything they've done. The actual vineyard has been going since 1988, the year I was born, so it's 34 years old, and they are just renowned for doing the most high-quality sparkling wine. So I just feel so lucky to have been able to come today. I feel like a bit like a duck out of water after all this time, but no, it was just really, really lovely. I've now got a four-hour drive back to Devon, um, so I feel like I need a coffee, but I was very good and only tasted the wine, made sure I used the spittoon. <laughs> I'm hoping to do a lot more wine tours this year now that things are opening up from COVID, and honestly, I need to learn so much. Like, I know a lot about drinking wine, but I don't know anything about making wine. She kept talking about things being on the lees, and this has been on the lees for six years, and there was no Wi-Fi in there, so I'm like frantically trying to Google what does on the lees mean. <laughs> So I'm sure that's a winemaking term that I really need to learn in order for making my own wine. Oh, right. It's been so hot. Time to fire up the car. I've got, I've got a Nye Timber baseball hat on. It was so hot doing the wine tour. Um, they actually gave us baseball hats to wear. So I'm branded up to the hilt. So I'm back on the farm, back to reality. I've just been pampered and spoiled. Um, and now it's time to get back to work. <laughs> Hello, Puds. <laughs> Nuzzling up to the mic. She's so friendly with me now. Oh, she's, she loves to like roll around on the dirty floor and rub her face and get a good nuzzle on the gravel. <laughs> and she's really affectionate now. She used to be so scared of me. And now she, yeah... She, she's still a farm cat and she doesn't actually like full strokes. There's a limit until she tries to like claw you to death, but she will stand by my feet and rub along my boots and just generally is quite an affectionate little cat after all, aren't you? See you later, your meow justy. 
Somebody has been stealing Pudz's food. Um, Mum thinks she's had a gentleman visitor in the night um, who's just eating everything because usually she doesn't like lick her bowl clean. Uh, she just sort of eats little bits because she doesn't have many teeth, bless her. I think it's probably more likely a fox. Like we have lots of foxes around. Not that I've smelled any fox sort of in the farmyard, um, but surely it's more like a fox than some visitor from, I don't know, the village is fairly far away, but I know that cats do travel quite far. So on to the next adventure. We are going to pick up Dad's farm vehicle, which is a Mitsubishi L200 built like an absolute tank. It is sort of full of creepy crawlies and smells of wet dog and has just been like not the nicest vehicle to drive around in or use. So we tend to always use the gator just to nip about. So it's been sat around for years collecting dust, not being very loved, looking a bit sad and mum had a great idea of what we could do with it. It was, do I scrap it and buy something new or do I try and bring it back to life? So took it down to the garage for an MOT and apart from needing new wiper blades, it passed. So it just seemed to me, you know, had it serviced and then we found this guy called Ryan Pryor who refurbishes agricultural machinery and seeing before and after photos, it's amazing what he can do. So we took it there. He was so excited to think that he could do this story with a sentimental background because yes. um, I explained the story and whatever. So he was very excited to do it and he's supposedly shampooing all the uh, seats. He's taken everything out. He's stripped it down to his bare bones cleaned it all and put it all back together again. So we're very excited to go and see the finished article. For those new listening to season two, haven't listened to season one, we lost dad five years ago, the farmer. And this vehicle was sort of like his armchair on wheels, wasn't it? Yes. He just absolutely lived in it. You'd always see him driving around the farm in it. It was full of his little knickknacks, feathers he'd found, pencils he'd nicked from Ikea or Argos, <laughs> <laughs> you know, bits of paper. And I always remember it as being absolutely full of bugs. From when he was doing the pheasants, there were a lot of there was a lot of corn on the ground, wheat, wheat yeah. and there were like moths growing in the fabric on the roof. Whenever you'd get in, there'd be, you know, wiggly bugs and everything. <laughs> It was so horrible. I felt like when I'd got out of it, I needed to go have a shower. He'd got waterproof covers, seat covers on it all, so that you got in when you'd been out in the pouring rain and the mud. Dogs jumped in. It could get absolutely filthy and it really didn't matter. So now it would be really nice to have it to use on the farm because we do miss it. All right, well, let's go and see what let's he's done. Road. Yes. Still got my wipers on. Safety first, please. Yeah, so I've cleaned all the engine bay and everything for oh, you as well. Oh, my goodness me. Been right through there oh. and, yeah, degreased everything. Yes. Oh, wow. We won't want to drive it, will we? <laughs> <laughs> we were just saying we used to dress down to get in it. And now yeah. mum was saying, I better take off my farm trousers. Now I've got to dress up. <laughs> you wipe your feet before you get in, not when you get out now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the shine that you've got yeah, on all, it. I knew oh. the green would come up really well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Obviously, the silver's quite beat about, but, yeah. this, but the green, I knew it would polish yes. up well. That's why I've done yes. it for you. We yes. like that it's still got the lumps and bumps. Yeah, of course. It's original. Yeah. yeah. How he did this? Did I tell you how he did this? No. He was out 
wanting to shoot some squirrels that were right. eating us out of house and home. He sat in the driver's seat, got his rifle, aimed at the squirrel, and he forgot about me, shot straight through the wing mirror because he'd got his sights. He never saw the wing mirror. Brilliant. <laughs> God. Thank you very much. No, you're indeed. most welcome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Right, race you home. It's so nice to have Dad's vehicle back on the farm. It looks completely sort of polished and fresh. It's all shiny and green and like it's all buffed up, but still, of course, with all the crags and dents that it's had over the course of sort of Dad reversing it into things. The number plate on the front is clearly driven into a post or something because it's sort of split in two and just barely hanging on with a nail. I've always been quite scared of driving it because it's such a big vehicle compared to what I'm used to. Um, but now I'm driving tractors around the farm too, so it probably seems really small in comparison. But yeah, it would be so nice to have Dad's vehicle sort of on the farm again and actually learning to drive it and, yeah, just feeling like it's back in its rightful place. So how was that? Fantastic. <laughs> it's such a lovely vehicle to drive. Such a lovely vehicle. So, um, yeah, many Good. more years to go. And actually, it's 24 years old, but it's only got 140,000 on the clock. Oh my goodness. So it's got many, many more years to go yet. We've only tootled it around the farm. It's yeah. not really been on, no. you know, road trips. No. That's who the thief is. We just saw a robin come in and nick a bit of cat food. It's the birds that have been eating Puds's cat food. I can hear him feeding his babies. Oh, my goodness. So one of the things I've been trialling this year is turning the field in front of the studio into a wildflower meadow. Last year I didn't mow it very regularly and let the flowers sort of run rampant and sort of mowed it every other month or so. And I was really amazed by how many wildflowers came up in different species and things. And I thought next year I'm not going to mow it at all and I'm just going to leave it to go completely wild. Last year there were maybe five to ten daisies sort of dotted around and unbelievably this year they've just gone wild and it is absolutely thick with daisies I can't believe how many seeds a daisy will give off they're even down in my veg patch they're sort of around all my borders looking very pretty um, you'll have seen it on the Instagram with mum and I posing for our back to earth season two sort of movie poster <laughs> movie and yeah it's just absolutely beautiful it's such a sight it started to go over now and it, all the seeds have set again and so I can only imagine what it's going to look like next year I also thought letting it go kind of long would be good for the chickens because there'd be lots of things for them to peck around and explore but actually what's happened is they're terrified of going in there because it's so tall I mean it's literally up to my sort of thighs up to my waist <laughs> chickens just run through now. They, they come in if i'm stood here but otherwise i think they're a bit petrified but i mean the difference i've seen in just letting it grow over this year there's been so many like voles 
and shrews and little rodents and things. Um, I was stood in the kitchen the other day and I saw a kestrel hovering above with its beady eyes sort of set on something that was roaming around in here. So even just implementing, I mean, the space I'm standing in is probably five by 10 meters wide. So even by implementing a small green space that you let go wild in your garden, even if you've just got a meter by meter, I think it's so good for the insects and for the wildlife and for biodiversity in general. I was learning from the Devon Wildlife Trust about bumblebees and which bumblebees we are losing and that are quite rare. And so the Carder bee and the Ruderal bee are very rare now in the south of England. They used to be everywhere. And I think because we've lost a lot of our green spaces and the green spaces that we do have now are pockets. So rather than, and this is for bats as well, bats and birds and insects like to have a corridor that they can hunt and eat in. And they're not going to want to fly over a housing estate when they're used to having just green fields and, you know, wild vegetation to sort of roam around in. So I think it's really important that we try and implement as many green spaces as we can and turn things back two sort of wild spaces that we're not too worried about how unkempt it looks we're not too worried about it looking a bit shaggy I mean it it looks super grand when the daisies were full but now it's all started to go over and brown a bit I'm sort of oh do I mow it what do I do but I'm just going to leave it because it's just been an incredible space it's also been a bit of a hidey hole for rabbits I'm not going to lie I've obviously I've uh, but to be fair I've managed to keep them out of my veg garden this year with my cousin's amazing fence so they did nibble through some of the plastic but I managed to uh, cover that up Even as I'm walking now, my legs are covered in seeds. There's just seeds everywhere. It's been quite wild with foxgloves. There's thistles growing, which I I feel like obviously they have a really bad rap. They're kind of like a horrible weed that will spike you. But they are so pretty with their giant purple plumage. Um, And I'm also looking at something else that looks similar to a thistle, almost like thistle in between lavender. I'm not really all that clued up on flowers, to be honest. Veg is more my game. But... I do think this has far surpassed my expectations of what was going to happen just by leaving this space. And similar to what I've seen in the vineyard, like the first year it was all super weedy. Um, It was a little butterfly, a little brown butterfly with orange bits. Yeah, I'm just seeing so many species that I hadn't even seen before in the garden. I guess on the garden flowers, you'll see the peacock butterfly and things that love to grow on stinging nettles that are in the hedgerows. Um, Oh, and the red admiral. But I think we're missing a lot of the sort of moths and smaller butterflies that I would be used to seeing on moorland and sort of more scrubland. Um, Anyway, like I was saying, in the vineyard, It is now all overgrown with clover and it's covered in bees. I've even seen bumblebees. I'm watching a bumblebee right now with like an orange tail, a black bumblebee. Oh, and there's a little hole in the floor. So I've I've seen lots of holes crop up that I suppose are for the shrews um, and the little rodents, which is amazing to think they're all living underneath the ground beneath my feet. Anyway, I am going to go inside, make myself a drink and then come and sit out and just watch the bumblebees and everything coming and going. What are you doing? <laughs> There's a little chicken hiding in front of me. Come on, you're going to get lost in here if I don't show you the way out. Come on. Yeah? David's being eaten by chickens. What are you girls doing? Leave my husband alone. Are you okay? Do you need saving? Yes, please. Save me from your chicken horde. 
They're just preening you. I don't know why they do it, but they like to peck at your jeans and peck at your feet. But it's like when they peck at each other's beaks and things. They're just preening you and you're one of the flock and you've been accepted into the flock. Yeah, I can really feel the love. (laughs) Ah, another soul welcomed into our feathery fold. There's a seat here for you, listener. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by my David... By my David Knight! (laughs) That says a lot. By my David Knight. Thank you, guys. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out on and check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.